Hello and welcome to your GG Replay for June 16th, 2021. Uh, this is our Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast where we go through the latest in gaming news and break it all down for you. Hosted, as always, by the Goodnight Groofs, a place for games and a place for goofs. So kind of workshopping that uh, we'll, we'll see. I am Paul, and as always, I am joined here by Matt. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. That shirt that you got on there, it's very Dexter Morgan of you. Thank you very much. I really, really appreciate that. Did you watch? Um, did you watch Dexter? Have you seen? I didn't really okay. watch Dexter, um, but uh, I really appreciate that. You know what? I'm looking at it right now. He did wear shirts like this a lot. He did. I feel like. that was his. Yeah. That was his kill shirt. As you can see. Oh, really? He wore like a Henley shirt for his <laughs> yeah, kill shirt. That was his kill shirt. <laughs> oh, every time. Oh, it was like the same Dexter. outfit. Spoilers for Dexter. He was a, a killer. It's coming people. back, by the way. The show. I know. Like, I heard that. Is it a? It's like a mini season or a one season thing. I don't really know, but it's coming. Everyone's back. doing that now. They're like coming back for a mini season just to see if people are still interested, and then Green. if they are, we'll make more every couple of years. Uh, yes. Yeah, so big news this week. It, I mean, insanely big news. Yeah. Um, we recorded Massive. our last podcast just before the Microsoft and the Square Enix events, mainly Microsoft and Bethesda, of course. Uh, and now uh, we're here to break it all down for you. Start it off. Doesn't matter. Anything else is pales in comparison to talking about Starfield because everyone's really excited about Starfield. Uh, and we sure got we sure got a trailer about Starfield. Uh, okay. And we got a release date for Starfield, uh, November 11th, 2022, 11 years to the day of Skyrim coming out. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of exciting. Um, what do you think, Matt? I mean, I... I like, you know, I like a Bethesda game as much as the rest of us. Um, but that being said, a cinematic trailer for a game that is now coming out like in a year and a half eh, just didn't get me jazzed. The release day was the most shocking part. I mean, yeah. a Bethesda announcement game will not. I guess it was in-engine footage, it said, but it's yes. a cinematic trailer. Um, but yeah, Bethesda usually doesn't do this. I guess this is you know, partly the, the Microsoft effect, but, um, the trailer was beautiful. Um, yeah. you know, the music was awesome. Um, yeah. I love the general like feel that they're going for the general vibe. I think I saw Todd Howard describe it as NASA punk, which is, yeah, which is really is cool. cool. Um, I, so I love that. But I'm not like the biggest fan of Bethesda games. I'll I'll enjoy them, but I'm not the biggest fan of them. I know there are like people out there who like those are their favorite games. Yeah. Um But honestly, I'm now looking more forward to it than I was before. Um not that like So this hyped you. Yeah, yeah. It, it hyped me a little bit. I'm not I'm keeping my hype in check for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But this actually made you more um, interested but in yeah, the, the, the music and the general vibe. And what's crazy is, as you know, I'm not like a big like space-based sci-fi guy. Yeah. I'm not like big into that. Um, but yeah, the, the whole NASA punk theme, yeah. um, the music, it, it just really it, it got me it got me excited for it. And and honestly, the news maybe this is the most exciting part: the news <laughs> that it's going to be the first Bethesda game using Creation Engine two. That's exciting. That's, that's a big deal. I mean. You know, it's still creation engine at all. It's still a Bethesda engine, so we can't get too excited. 
but that being said, uh, I have I have high hopes that it will at least finally look as good as an Xbox One or PS4 game could could possibly look, even though it's it's going to be on the next generation. Did it say uh, but... this? This is this is an oversight, but on my part. But did it say that it would be coming out for the previous generation? I also don't know. They might not uh... even. Well, it's it's first off, it's an Xbox exclusive. So is it coming? Yes. To... So yeah. Do all so the games come to on... Xbox One? I don't think so. In fact, I saw a lot of stuff announced here that said uh, Xbox Series X and S, and it did okay. not say Xbox One on it. So I, I don't know. I think they might not be doing that. Okay. It's coming to PC so, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Which is right? big, so, of course. So yeah. I'll I'll have I'll have that at least. I'm, I'm yeah, not exactly. sure if I'll have have an Xbox at this point or not, but I think I'll probably have purchased a Series S at least by that point. But we'll we'll see. Um, I need I need some use out of my PS5 first. That's true. That's very true. But this is not the day for that, Matt. This is the day for Microsoft. Um, was it yeah, well, so real quick a, before we move yeah. on? What was bigger, this or Elden Ring? Uh, I think this. I think Elden Ring's still kind of genre niche. Like I think there's still it's got like rabid fans who are into. I mean, I think a lot of people love Soulsborne games, but I think there's just something about the the casual capture that you get from just like a Bethesda right. game. Like look at stuff like Fallout 4, like people who barely play video games played Fallout 4, I think. Uh, and I think there's more, there might be more capture from that. I think, so. I think they're both pretty, pretty popular. This might be only because we've been waiting even longer. Uh, I think if we had gotten gameplay, I would say Starfield. I think if the too. release date was this November instead of next November, I would say Starfield. But I think, oh yeah, I, I still feel like Elden Ring so far is like the thing of e3s like the biggest i think they had a more E3. impressive showing at e3 i i guess like, i thought you meant like more like what are people more inter- excited for in general i gotcha and i think it yeah, might yeah. be starfield yeah, I, I but know, who I agree did a better that. job showcasing what they were trying to showcase easily elden ring as far as like like game of show i think it's, it's like, still yeah, elden ring. exactly yeah like something we've been waiting for for an insanely long time and they came out and they're like here it is i think elden ring i think uh starfield kind of went came out and they're like here is what it will feel like right it's like no but what is the game though what is it gonna look like what did you Um, think about microsoft opening their conference with todd howard do you think that was like a power uh, move i thought that was really weird i was really expecting phil spencer did we see phil spencer he he closed it out he was the one more thing oh yeah he was the one yeah sorry 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 it was which um yeah very cool uh very good speaking of one more thing uh redfall uh, a lot of people have been thinking about this. Uh, Bethesda Softworks, uh, uh, I believe, trademarked this name a few years ago, and a lot of people were thinking that it was going to be like a codename secret Elder Scrolls Six thing. Um, and we got confirmation oh. today that it is not actually going to be a codename for Elder Scrolls Six. It is actually its entirely own game from a Bethesda studio. Uh, and it was the classic one more thing. Uh, they're cribbing from Apple over here. Uh, since they're not using it anymore, they decided to pull that one out. It looks super weird um, and also super cool. Another Bethesda game that comes out with just a CG kind of trailer that doesn't really show too much. At least, I mean, at least with Starfield, it was an engine. This doesn't really seem to be. Um, it's so crazy you that you, yeah. that you, I didn't think of this as a Bethesda game. Like I understand yeah. like it's an arcane studio. So yeah. like it's yeah. Bethesda, but I didn't, I guess I didn't even think about that. I guess so this was like an acquisition before it was ever even announced. Now it's like Xbox Game Studios. It's but, pretty but, wild. Yeah, Bethesda acquired Arcane, and then Microsoft acquired Bethesda. Now Microsoft owns 
Bethesda Arcane. Very um, interesting. But yeah, it, it is. It is interesting. Um, consolidation of corporate power. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it looks friggin' crazy, I think. Uh, I think I'm still a little confused as to what's even there, um, but I, I feel like there's a lot of magic and like technology and some kind of distant future, or sorry, near future, I want to say. Um, vampire hunting like there's like vampire hunting which is looks... pretty cool like the, the creepy demon women and vampires look very cool they did look cool and terrifying it looks to me like some sort of like four player left for dead sort of thing I don't know if that's what they were actually going for but the, the trailer that's kind of the vibe that I got mm-hmm. um, which if that's the case I'm not sure like how interested i am but but i mean like that style might pull me over that's not a game type i always play either True. but that's very interesting like, sure. the if it's not just really... you know zombies yeah yeah the vampires and uh and just like the, i just i'm a sucker for like someone like sitting there and like flipping through a book with like telekinesis or something that just grabs me. the humor <laughs> the humor was good the humor was good humor was it was good. subtle but it was like it was funny um mm-hmm. the world just looks really cool the characters, characters looked look really cool. yeah the characters yeah. looked awesome their different varying powers and abilities yeah. were really cool um like there's not other than that like there's not a whole lot to go on mm-hmm. i thought it was the a really cool they do they do i thought it was a really interesting choice for the one more thing i was expecting yeah. the one more thing to be fable yeah well yeah which we didn't we see another... at all and like that, we didn't really plan to talk about it, but we have another like we have a te- we had a, a, a total fable tease like throw off with the Outer Worlds mm. two uh, trailer yeah. where they basically their entire teaser was meant to feel like it was going to be fable. That, uh, that, that definitely the, threw down me to off. the announcer and the looks of it, and then and then all of a sudden they make a, a big gag about how it's Elder Outer Worlds two, and the only thing that they have is the title. So uh, you know, not much to go on with that because they didn't give us anything. But I think the biggest thing to talk about with that was the fact that it was kind of a, a throw. Uh, to kind of tease people who were expecting Fable and didn't get it. So I think the, um, the, the what, biggest story with Redfall is that Xbox, like Microsoft, Phil Spencer, they all clearly believe in this game. If it's going to be your one more thing, they clearly uh, think that it could be something special. So I think that's my big biggest deal. takeaway. Yeah, big deal. The way that Phil Spencer was talking about it uh, really made it feel like they expect something from this. So which makes me feel like it's going to be more than a than a four player kind of left for dead kind of game but i just i don't think we know what it's going to be so something to think about um in terms of games we absolutely know exactly what they're going to be halo infinite uh finally got some more gameplay and we love to see it i do i'm not you know i've I've kind of over the years gotten pretty uh, tired of halo and i think a lot of people feel that way but there are also the diehard fans and people who just want to be brought back into halo which is me as well that's um it looks awesome. I mean, the campaign looks better than what they showed. Everything looks better than what they showed before. They they, they pushed back the release because everything looked kind of gun- gunky. Uh, and it looks a little bit better now. Um, we got some kind of story, um, you know, some story mode stuff, talking about Cortana going rampant. And and uh, we have a new AI also voiced by Jen Taylor, um, kind of like a, a new Cortana called The Weapon. Uh, it seems cool as someone who has who's only vaguely been following the story of like Halo 4, 5, that kind of thing. Um, it seems like 343 is still kind of scared to make decisions that have lasting impacts on the franchise. You know, I feel like Cortana has been going to die for like the last three games and that never happens. And then I feel like this one, we were kind of expecting either she's gone entirely or she's going to be like the big bad. And then we're still kind of like, maybe she's around. I don't know. Um, 
seems like they're not a hundred percent sure of, of, of what they want to do with that. But, uh, you know, Steve Downs still sounds awesome as the chief. I saw some people talking about how he sounds like just because the actor's getting older, he sounds a yeah, bit more like grizzled yeah. and a little bit tougher. And, um, uh, you know, obviously Spartan 117 isn't like that old in the grand scheme of being a Spartan, but it's cool to just to see that he's getting worn a bit. Uh, and I thought that was cool. Uh, what do you what do you think, Matt? What were you, what are your thoughts on the Halo Infinite uh, stuff we got? Well, just like Starfield, the music in in the trailer just like got me it's like oh yeah this is this is some yeah. this is some halo ass music right here yeah <laughs> um i'm i'm just kind of down for like like i haven't i haven't played a halo campaign since three so mm-hmm. i just haven't been interested in the campaign since then i don't know yeah. um so i'm interested in like sort of a re a reboot of the whole halo thing like let's mm-hmm. let's let's kind of just start fresh and um and go from there and I, so yeah i'm excited about that i'm excited about the free multiplayer free um, multiplayer like let's talk about it this is a big deal it's not just a free battle royale mode or something like we see with warzone or, or some other games this is t- the whole multiplayer is totally free uh that is wild uh, i don't know if we've seen any other games that have done that where they where, uh, in my in my knowledge where the single player was uh paid and the entire multiplayer was free do you can you think of anything i think in those scenarios i can only think of modes like again like a battle royale or like right. something like that is free but yeah i can't i can't, I can't think of a completely separate multiplayer like that um i want to say like I vaguely am remembering something, but I, I can't specifically remember what it would have been. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I like their whole, um, their idea of the battle pass that is, um, non expiring. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I haven't, I actually haven't read that. Yeah. So you, you'll always be able to go back and purchase old battle passes. If you're on a battle pass, you can just play it out to the end. It's not going to, at some point, just go away. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, that so, there's, so there's no someone FOMO. Someone who keeps like, missing out on anything good in the Fortnite battle passes every time. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah, so I think that's that's intriguing. Um, and it's funny, when I'm when I'm reading this, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, battle pass I, I i'm gonna have to pay for the game then then get the battle pass and i'm like oh yeah the halo multiplayer is multiplayer free Multiplayer is free so the only thing you're paying for is the battle pass and it's just cosmetic so you think about like a battle royale you know the gameplay can get a little like not stale but a little bit you know you're playing the same game mode over and over again you might want cosmetics just to kind of spice things up but when you think about something like halo and having the entire multiplayer all the different types of battles and all the different types of gameplays i don't even know if i'm going to care that that much about cosmetics there's going to be so much going on uh, but I think enough people are that it's going to make it worth their while. Like, uh, sorry, make it worth uh, Microsoft's while. I mean, at the end of the day, this is just more fodder for Game Pass, right? I mean, right. I find it unlikely that I'm going to, if I get really into playing multiplayer Halo, the likelihood that I'm going to not already have Game Pass or something, it's probably unlikely. So, you know, it's it's basically all free in some way or another. Right. Like, it's not free, but you know what I mean, included with your your Xbox lifestyle. Um, and also to say too, I mean, it's interesting that this comes out right on the heels of Microsoft finally implementing, you know, every free to play game, uh, no longer requires Xbox live gold or game pass ultimate or anything like that to play. So, um, they really are making it, you can buy an Xbox and just play halo infinite, uh, multiplayer zero cost, which is really cool. Right. Um, even on PC too, right. You can just download the multiplayer for free and, and yeah. go for it, which is pretty amazing. So I'm really looking forward to that. The mechanics look awesome. The grappling uh, looks really cool. That does look cool. Um, 
I like. I'm excited um, to see more. You know, they're going to have the you know the overshield and and that kind of stuff coming back. And in this case, you Mm -hmm. know, it's it's equipment that you can use when you want to. If you don't use it and you're killed, you drop it. So I think I think they're. I think one of the things that they mentioned were, was that they wanted to keep the legacy of Halo, but modernize the gameplay a little bit. So it looks like they're kind of like they're doing it right. I guess we'll have to wait yeah. and see. But it it looks it looks good so far. I'm curious to see how much can they do with the battle pass to not make things ridiculous because it's not like other games where like Fortnite where you're bringing in all these silly skins, yeah. right? Like how much can, what, what can you do with yeah. the Spartan suit that like, how much can you do before it starts to get a little bit silly? I'm not really sure. <laughs> Great question, honestly. And it, would that fit, you know, what Halo, it's just kind of a more casual arena shooter. I mean, it doesn't have to be casual, but it's a bit more. You drop in with your buds and play Halo. Um, less competitive, um, slightly. Is that the kind of space where we could get a little sillier? But again, what's the level for that, right? Um, True. But it, it does feel a little less serious or something like call of duty or battlefield or something like that um uh speaking of battlefield we got some gameplay from battlefield 2042 and uh i describe it myself as absolute goddamn chaos uh i i've never been so stressed watching gameplay from a game and i say that as a positive thing because i think that's exactly what uh what they want uh, what do you think, Matt? I had very, I had medium interest in this beforehand, just because I don't usually get too into Battlefield. Um, but, but good lord, uh, the I, it was so insane uh, that I feel like I just have to play it now. Yeah, I mean, Dice is just embracing what Battlefield is. You know, stra- yeah. strapping C four to an ATV and ghost riding it into a, a helicopter on the roof of a skyscraper like this is it feels like an insane like this isn't what real war is like obviously but right. it does it's so crazy that even in a video game you feel like a sense of like i am like i am exposed like i could die from literally anything from any direction which i feel like is kind of like the war vibe uh and so i think they do a great job with that look watching it i'm like i can't imagine stepping three feet without dying <laughs> yeah i mean it, it just this is what Battlefield is, right? It's it's having a lot of fun with all the vehicles that they give you, um, these massive maps, and and honestly, these the environments that they showed in this gameplay just look huge. Now, I will say I, one thing that caught my eye was they do sort of look unfinished, but said it said pre-alpha footage, so you know, yeah. I'll, I'll give them the benefit that benefit of the doubt there. But it looks like some like specifically the uh, the Middle Eastern um, map with the the giant sand dunes it just looked a little unfinished the textures looked a little bit rough but you know i'm sure i'm sure they'll get to that point but but it just looks like pure fun now the the concern is you know it's a 70 dollar game with no campaign just the multiplayer how is that going to work after the halo multiplayer i was gonna say if you just see halo making free multiplayer uh and then then yeah so i'm a little bit worried and it's kind of like a like a ballsy move from ea after the last after they've had so much trouble with battlefield it's like okay now you're you're coming out swinging your dick around like you're gonna like you're a big deal but it's you know this is supposed to be a comeback story so it looks it looks very fun and they I think they sold us that it's going to be really fun and you get that feeling of like the 128 person 
uh, you know, uh, battles, you get that feeling from the trailer that this is going to be absolutely massive and absolutely there's going to be so many people and it's going to be like a worthwhile experience. But again, like you're saying, is it full price AAA game worthwhile? When again, there's a lot of fun multiplayer experiences out there that may not be this, but they also are free. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm I'm very very curious about that, but we'll we'll see where where things go. But it looks fun. Yeah. It looks really fun. Absolutely. Um, in terms of visuals that definitely definitely look finished, we got a reveal for Forza Horizon Five. Uh, I you know I'm not going to say too much. I I love besides saying I love Forza Horizon games. Uh, I spent, I probably, one of the games I have most hours in is Forza Horizon 2. I spent so, so much time playing that game. Um, the other ones I have played since, uh, but I, I really liked the uh, the setting in that in Europe. Um, but yeah, that, that being said, uh, this game takes place in Mexico, which I think is an amazing, amazing kind of biome to take place in. I'm a, is a big fan of the American Southwest. Kind of getting that feeling, you know, often I think it'd be cool to have like an America set Forza. And I think this really kind of gets that kind of North American feel and it looks uh, really amazing. And also we have awesome, uh, you know, awesome uh, giant areas that we haven't had before. We have stuff like the verticality uh, of like the mountain. They mentioned the volcano yeah, mountain. That was crazy. They're saying it's the highest point in Forza and it, and it just looks uh absolutely bonkers even more i feel like every time they make a new forza horizon game it just looks more crazy than the one before it uh and huge props because they're all amazing uh what do you think matt as someone i feel like who doesn't play who hasn't played as much forza horizon as i have yeah i don't think i've played since forza horizon 2 <clears throat> but it's fun you know i i like i like the games and honestly this one might get me back into it it's the it has to be the prettiest game environment I've ever seen. I mean, it was gorgeous, absolutely wild. Like I've never, I know they were talking about the, uh, what is it? The, uh, with the photo realism, what, what's the, yes. I forget the, uh, the technology where it's like, uh, shoot, what's it called? Where they're basically like taking a photograph of real objects and transplanting it at, onto. Yeah, I know what you mean. Sorry. I can't think of the name either, but I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, it, it looks amazing. It almost looks like those unreal five yeah. demos that you see. Um, and they're demoing it and it's playable, you know I mean? And, and as someone who's played the previous, previous, uh, Forza Horizon games, especially for, you know, it really does feel like that when you're playing the game and then, and seeing them take that to the next level with, with next gen technology, I believe it. I believe it will look just like that when you play it yourself. I like the uh, the mode that they showed where players are making like their own game modes. Um, yeah. I was like, how how soon are we gonna see Rocket League, essentially yes. within Forza Horizon? I saw 5. someone saying like, when are we gonna make Super Mario? Someone making that exact <laughs> yeah. like, side scroller in Forza yeah. Horizon. Uh, I think that's interesting. I'm less into that. I, I found that was something that actually for me took away from playing the the newer entries in Forza Horizon. A lot of them were like built around making your own. You'd go to an area to do a race, and they kind of make you want you to like build your own race around that oh, area. Okay. And I, was just like, I don't really care about that. I want you to tell me what to do so I can go broom and drive around. Yeah. Um, so, but I think a lot of people really, really love that, and I think more options are always good as long as we kind of keep make it streamlinable for the the casuals like me. Um, I think that I think it's always good to have more options like that. So that's really really cool. I mean, but, it, uh, it looks good. Um, it might get me back into to some racing games. I wish it was with the Dual Sense controller on a PlayStation. Yep. But you know what? I think that'd be wild. Yeah, it, it's all right. It's it's all right. We'll we'll we'll, we'll eventually get a <laughs> Gran Turismo, which I won't play. But a you Gran know, Gran Turismo. Uh, Gran Turismo. What would you call that? Uh, 
sunset. <laughs> there you go. G- GT it. sunset. Yeah, whatever they're going to call it to make it a little bit more. Uh, Perfect. Uh, yeah, because I think both you and I are not interested in playing a, a hyper-realistic racing game very much. But that's what's so great about Forza Horizon is they take those graphics, they take that gameplay of, of a... Uh, a realistic uh, driving sim and then they make it incredibly forgiving and that is what it's all about to me (laughs) some days i just get that i just get that that itch to play like like the old school like need for speed underground like i just i just want to customize a car i just want to drive it around um sometimes i just get that and 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 i might i might get that with forza horizon 5 we'll see i think it's possible uh speaking of nothing i can't i can't segue well because uh all i can think of right now is uh this guardians of the galaxy game from square enix it was the only thing at the square enix thing uh event that i i really think they they knocked out of the park that wasn't really a um kind of japanese rpg kind of game uh and I have mixed feelings, um, but I will say watching it, I think it did what it was supposed to do for me. I, I think I thought it was kind of funny. I feel like everyone's yeah. stylized enough. Uh, what do you think, Matt? I know you're, I'm, I'll say like ahead of time, I'm, I'm a big MCU guy and I've watched a lot of these movies. I'm not like a huge Guardians fan, I will say. It's kind of one of the, the weaker points for me, um, especially the second one. But uh, Matt, what do you what do you think of this game? Well, at the uh, at the risk of being attacked by mcu fans um i think guardians of the galaxy is the last mcu movie that i really saw like when i was i i, I ran what i don't remember which one infinity war one of those i ran yeah, you watched infinity war. I, I, I just like randomly watched without context of like the five previous movies but guardians of the galaxy was like the last last one sequ- uh, sequentially that i that i yeah. saw i just didn't love it it's just not my thing i don't i don't mm-hmm. know yeah um that's fair but I do like the music and the comedy um, that they bring, and, and this game looks like it's gonna provide that. I did think it was weird that they, just like they did with uh, Marvel's Avengers, um, they went with the off-brand look again. So, so that's something I want to touch on because that's something I thought was kind of interesting. If you look up the, so this is actually um, uh, written partly by Dan Abnett, who wrote the uh, Guardians kind of comics that led to the movie team mm. um so like the because there's been a lot of guardians iterations over the years but the kind of the guardians iteration we see in the movies uh is based on dan abnett's run on the comic okay and he's involved in writing this and and you can notice that a lot of the designs for these characters are actually closer to the comic versions of the design okay so it's actually not quite off-brand chris pratt um so much as it's more comic accurate version of star lord i got um, in some scenarios so so i think it's actually kind of cool um i i think i, I would i would leave that way more some of them just happen to look be more adapted closer for the for the movie so stuff like drax looks pretty similar to how he looks in the movie so it feels kind of like an off-brand drax but i think stuff like gamora star lord uh, they look a little they look different enough and stylized enough um that i think even if you didn't know that little tidbit um you could kind of almost feel like i i think i could kind of feel like oh these look different enough like this is clearly meant to be a bit of a unique uh property from the movies okay i got you i i actually i thought gamora looked really cool i Um, like this i like these designs a lot better in a lot of ways uh than i find the movie designs i thought gamora looked really cool and i thought star lord looked cool too it's i think it's like a little bit generic blonde guy protagonist but i mean that was the design so definitely he his character um definitely grew on me watching the trailer like as it went on at first i'm like oh this is this is weird because it's the same outfit but it's not chris pratt Uh, but then as it went on he kind of like 
came into his own, which I which I thought was pretty yeah. good. And I think um, it makes sense for him to be kind of the more generic, bland character because you're, he's kind of your proxy in the game. True, uh, true. Whereas the other characters, you're really kind of interacting with them. I think that's the you might have, if anyone watched the you know, the gameplay. Uh, as if anyone watched, like anyone wasn't watching this, um, you know, you interact, you make choices and, and form relationships with the other characters. You play just as Star-Lord. You control other characters during combat by telling them what to do. Um, so it really is kind of your Star-Lord and you have to kind of interact with your Guardians team. And I, and I think that makes sense to people going like, whoa, generic Star-Lord. And it was kind of like, well, I think that makes sense to the kind of game they're making that Star-Lord isn't like a very specific kind of character because you're Star-Lord and you have to kind of choose how you're going to be. The amount of dialogue choices that they showed that could potentially completely change the scene was was really interesting. It was yeah. almost like Telltale-esque. It's like, are you really going to make this happen? Or is every scene going to be like this? Like, Because that's, that's pretty impressive. That um, was cool. I liked that. As far as the, like, the combat gameplay, looked a little janky to me. Um, but they've, they've still got a little bit of time to work on it, I guess. But um, it did look, looked a little off. Um, I but... saw some people saying it was almost like a, like a kind of a remixed version of the Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy game. Like almost like okay. they just kind of 3 would it a bit more and they added like slightly more engaging combat, but still kind of feels like an upgraded Telltale game. <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> Which I get. I can kind of see that. Um, this is from the studio that made like the Deus Ex games, I believe. This is from Eidos Montreal. Okay. So Yes. Um uh, and I know those games are are pretty pretty loved. Um I didn't like there was obviously no like immersive sim feel in, in this. So I don't no. I'm curious to see what what sort of like the Eidos uh, Montreal fingerprint is gonna be on this game. But um I mean it, it looked interesting enough. It, like 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 you, I think this was the the most interesting thing from this showcase uh, for me. Yep. I wasn't as interested in um, you know, like Final Fantasy Origins and stuff. I would have loved to have seen some Final Fantasy 16, but I guess yeah. they're not ready to show more. But um, yeah, potentially, potentially cool game. Off. Yeah, some of the only other stuff I saw that would just like brief touch on uh, some of the Life is Strange stuff from Square Enix. I know that you played the. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, totally forgot. They did a they did a remaster. Uh, they're working on a remaster. Uh, I think it looks like nothing. I think I'm pretty disappointed. Um, I think the things that were. I mean, I think a lot of the things that were janky about the original game are some of the beloved things anyway. How awkward and stilted <laughs> some of it is is kind of some of the fun and the and the cult uh, enjoyment of it. But that being said, if they're going to do a remaster, fix the janky animation and fix some of the awkward movements and the awkward ways the eyes look around and things like that. And they really just, I feel, put a yeah. coat of paint on a very janky game. In fact, in some ways, I think it's like anything. In some ways, I think they the characters in their detail look worse than they did being slightly less detailed. I don't know. Uh, it's nice to get people to play the old game again, but... Uh, I loved the the original. Um, yeah, same. I didn't play Before the Storm. Um, I played a bit of Before the Storm. I played a bit of 2. Yeah, I didn't, didn't play 2. But I, I did really enjoy uh, the, the first one. And the new True Colors info looks cool. Um, I uh, The new Life is Strange game looks really awesome. Uh, again, I, I feel like the it's really hard to match the feelings of the first one, but uh, this seems like it might come closer. So, you know, here's hoping. So th th that was interesting to me as someone who's not super into, um, you know, JRPGs. Uh, as as and, just a quick note before we move yeah. on, just I just want to say that I think 
like Square Enix as a publisher is is really interesting because they do right. have like Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy, but then they have Life is Strange and yeah, and um, the Guardians, and of, the Guardians Galaxy of the Galaxy. Game. And I think they had yeah. they had Hitman, but Hit, Hitman's yeah. with Warner now, I believe. Uh, yeah, with IO Interactive, but yes, um, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Square Enix published the first Hitman game. Um, but but yeah, I mean, interesting interesting publisher. Uh, and final amazing thing that I thought was just one of the most fun, lovely, unrelated to anything trying to get your money available um, was the Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life DLC. Uh, I do just want to take a side to say that I wish I had talked about this before I talked about Forza Horizon, so I could have, at the end, as a segue, said, bring me that horizon. I didn't, and I regret <laughs> this, but you get to hear it anyway. Um, my failed joke. Uh, this is amazing. It's free story DLC. It is Pirates of the Caribbean. They have a fantastic, I think, uh voice impersonator for captain jack sparrow yeah. and uh, many of the other characters very good um and it just looks like a friggin blast it does um i i know matt yeah you and i and uh some of our other friends played uh, a lot of sea of thieves last year especially during the the pandemic and the lockdown we spent a lot of time playing sea of thieves such a good game uh, it's such a great game. I think I'd say hidden gem, but I mean, cause I, but I think it's true. I think there are a lot of people who really don't play it, especially people who've never really tried game pass. Um, it's what sold it. It's what sold us on game pass. Absolutely. And then we went and played a bunch more games and I, and, and I think even now, like I know it's become uh, cheaper in some scenarios. You can buy it on steam, blah, 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 blah. I still like every time I think I want to play sea of thieves, I think, Oh, let's get game pass back. Cause it really, it pulls me in. I'm like, might as well play all the other games too. Um, but this looks unbelievably cool. Uh, I love that it's free. I love that it's just a tie-in to bring more content to sea of thieves, a game that could probably use a bit more story. Uh, and I think why not bring us the story that we all want, which is pirates of the Caribbean story. Uh, and also new characters, new things. There's like weird monsters in the boat. Uh, I wrote down, because I'm very excited, evil mermaids. Um, as far as I'm aware, since I last played Sea of Thieves, um, the only time there's mermaids are just the ones to like bring you back to your body when your ship capsizes. Uh, and uh, it looks like you can get attacked by evil mermaids in the water. There was even a scene of like a giant, one of those giant gem holding mermaid statues like shooting out <laughs> of the water. Uh, this looks uh, pretty bomb. I'm really excited. Uh, do you have anything to add to that, Matt? Well, it's it's interesting because this is one of those crossovers where it felt too, so perfect of a of a match that I that that like that's why I thought it would never actually happen because it felt Same. it felt like with Sea of Thieves, Rare was just basically copying Pirates of the Caribbean in a lot of ways, yeah, and it's like very much. because they're doing that, we'll never act, we would never actually see a crossover because it's too mm -hmm. close. Yep. Turns out, I guess they're like. No, let's 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 embrace it. Let's just go for it because yeah. it works. And the stylized it, characters, the stylized versions of the Pirates of the Caribbean characters look like just so perfect in Sea of Thieves. They do. They do. It's really cool. I, I will say it's like it's like a weird feeling that Pirates of the Caribbean is like now like in the Sea of Thieves universe. It just it just kind of feels weird that that there's like a Disneyfication of it, but it, it makes yeah. sense. Um, but like you said, like I. I I'm I'm excited for some more story stuff, free story stuff. Um, Can't go wrong. Yeah, and it's coming out soon, July sometime. Very soon, it's coming out. I yeah, I think July, 
uh, am I crazy? Is it coming out like end of June, like June twenty third or something? I think well, it's something like that. Like actually, it, is it, it? What's it called? Sea of Thieves. A Pirate's Life. Sea of Thieves. A this is li uh, live research. Live googling. I think it's yeah. I think it's like June twenty second or something like that. I remember June twenty second. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, which is really incredible. Uh, so that's you know, it's like a week. give yourself a week or a week <laughs> or, yeah, a week or so after the show, and you can play it, which is really really cool. Especially again for free content um, that is showing your favorite characters, and probably the reason you even wanted to play Sea of Thieves in the first place. Half of what we do in Sea of Thieves is trying to mimic scenes from that one scene from Pirates of the Caribbean, where the two boats come on the one side, and they, it's, it's a good time. Uh, it just it just works as as, just, as todd would just, say it's just fun it's just fun yeah really i feel like they're taking a lot of apple it just works one more thing i feel like this is becoming the microsoft conference is becoming the apple conference also i will say it's kind of cool to see them do a tie-in with disney um just as a microsoft property and something that's on game pass it's kind of cool to see them get disney involved with that and aware of game pass i makes me wonder if we might see some more disney kind of properties or something maybe involved i i, I don't know but it, it, it's interesting to see them make that deal with uh with disney not that everyone in the world isn't making deals with disney since disney owns all of the media yeah but, you know <laughs> i, I want to know more about this partnership like that's yeah like who it, talked to who yeah you know? yeah yeah exactly it's did did disney see like okay yeah this game is basically pirates of the caribbean so let's actually get involved with it or yeah. was microsoft like let's give it a shot maybe i feel like it had to be microsoft approaching disney but i really don't know yeah. it's it's I don't know. It, it, it's it's weird in the sense that it just fits perfectly. I, I don't and know it's how it's weird to in the say sense it. that it's free. I mean, who's benefiting? What's the goal? What's the what's the what's the end game of this? Besides, just like like again, the partnership wise, it feels like there's like a good connection. Like maybe two execs were both like, "Hey, we both love each other's property, and why don't we just like collab?" Because it really has that feel of yeah. being free. Um, yeah. Anyway, super awesome. Uh, just a really fun thing that's coming out soon because I know a lot of the stuff we're talking about is, is way far flung in the future so it's nice to see some stuff that's coming out right now that you can play you can get Game Pass and you can have an amazing time and this I wish was sponsored by Microsoft but alas it is not uh, and I think that'll be it for the GG replay uh, for Wednesday June 16th 2021 we are very excited uh to be back with you on friday where we will be hopefully talking about all of the great nintendo news hopefully it'll be something really exciting and interesting some, some metroid or i don't know something we're never expecting switch pro because that definitely exists and isn't just a rumor uh all very exciting and uh we will definitely see you on friday for more wonderful gg replay with your good night groups have a great rest of your wednesday everyone adios